0: Up. welcome back to i went out i'm manny i'm nick and today we have a very special guest on you guys know her name i'm sure you do because you've heard two names pretty frequently during uh, doing our relationship status series and yes. both of those women are in this room they today are both in the room. we are honored <laughs> <laughs> to have them both in the room today we have miss ashley heard hi on today we have producer Ariel That's Blake right. in the room today. That's right. Their their Instagram handles. Uh, was it Ashley?
1: Ashley underscore h90s. But I have to like like request. They have to request, and because you're not know, material. Because she's a pro-
2: yeah. She's private. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm private.
2: You ain't gonna see her stuff unless she knows you.
1: <laughs> or think that you're a decent human. being.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Ariel was yours. Ariel
0: for Christ. Ariel for Christ. Follow these young ladies. These are our sisters. Amen. And uh, we love them dearly. So we're excited to have them both in the room. Excited to talk to Ashley. A um, little bit about singleness, um, dating, and just um, where she is in life right now. So um, we're going to start it off. Um, well, before we start off, um, just to let you guys know, if you guys listened to our last podcast. We have an event coming up March 25th. Yep. Um, Friday night at the queue. Um, we will be doing a live question and answer. We will also have a live podcast recording on the subject of sex. Yes. Okay. <laughs> In front of people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're going to make the whole room feel awkward. Yeah. I'll be there. It's going to yeah. be great. It's, it it's going to
0: be fun. Yeah. Um, so. Uh stay tuned for more details on that. We will post it on social media and stuff uh the exact time and everything
2: and I think we should preface that a little bit too because you know some Christians hear sex like oh, why would they talk about that mm. because of something God designed, yeah. and we want to have an honest conversation. We've allowed culture to mm. talk to us all about sex for too too long. the Christian church- or the church needs to come together and have open honest conversations about Amen. sex, yeah so yeah, yeah. go
0: back and listen to Todd Todd went out um, Oh, that was a good one. I, we almost had to put an e on there for explicit oh yeah because he kind of <laughs> got did. a little <laughs> i don't know if it was
2: explicit or not though it's close yeah he toted it the line yeah a little bit
0: <laughs> yeah all right um and just remember guys to uh follow us on youtube um i went out pod on instagram spotify google play wherever you get your podcasts we're on there like subscribe do what you got to do yep so that uh you don't miss out on any podcast when it drops All right, guys, let's get into it. Um, First question, Ashley, what is your relationship status and how did you get there?
1: Okay, so first, I've really enjoyed listening to the relationship series. You guys have been doing an amazing job. So if you haven't seen the ones prior to this one, go listen, go watch. It's been a tremendous blessing. So I just wanted to let you both know that. And my current relationship status is single. How did I get there? um the lord <laughs> no oh yes but i actually i grew up in a christian household um my parents did a very good job of modeling what it meant to follow jesus and my parents have been married um, 30-something-odd years. Like, I can't wow. even tell you the math right now. Praise God. But they've modeled for me what a godly marriage and a godly relationship looks like. So I never was traumatized by the idea of marriage. I always mm-hmm. wanted that. Like, even I have if you have a seven-year-old picture of me, it's probably in the depths of our basement somewhere (laughs) where we had to choose costumes and my costume was a wedding gown I chose a wedding gown so I always knew I wanted to be married I always loved loved I loved relationships and I was just grateful to be in a safe space where I knew what that would look like in a godly sense Mm -hmm. and so growing up I was not allowed to have a boyfriend, though I did have a boyfriend by accident (laughs) when I was 11. Okay, here's how it went down. (laughs) Okay, this is how it went down. Okay, so there was a guy at church or the boy, because we were like 10 or 11, Mm -hmm. and he had told me that he liked me, and I was like, okay. (laughs) And lo and behold, like, I, don't even, I time is so different when you're a kid like you're thinking oh this was like five months later it could have been five weeks later like mm-hmm. I don't know I was I was his girlfriend and it was a thing and I had to keep it a secret from my parents, but even then I knew it was wrong. Like I had that conviction, like, yeah, I can't keep this from my parents. So eventually we broke up, blessed be the name of the Lord, but you know me. So you broke his heart? I don't remember. I think it was a mutual <laughs> a mutual parting I of know, ways. don't know. it didn't sound very
2: mutual. It was, was an accidental very
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> It was a very mutual parting of ways, oh, okay. but then I ended up dating his best friend the next week. Oh god Um what? But <laughs> No, so you're it in worked out. <laughs> relationships
0: and you're breaking code. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: It was mutual. Oh, it man. was mutual. He actually liked another girl, anyways. It was to- it totally mm. worked out, and then a week later we broke up. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so I kept it a secret, and She's I was like, "I've been delivered, guys. I've been delivered." <laughs> I think she still does this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. So I remember like having the secret for a long time. I remember we went on vacation, and I told my mom and my sister, so I didn't want to tell my dad because I'm a mm. daddy's girl. I didn't want to break Pastor Tony's heart, and I remember telling them that, and they were like, "We know." <laughs> like, not that I was like boyfriend, like we were boyfriend girlfriend, anything like that, but that there was like a crush thing going on. Um, and I was like, I don't want to tell dads. So I was like, Mommy, can can you tell Daddy, please? I don't want to tell him. I don't want to do it. So eventually, she told him. But I don't think we ever really talked about it since then. But after that whole thing, like I didn't date. Of course, I had friends that I liked, friends that we were kind of like, you know, be like, yeah, you know, but it was never an official title situation. And um, that was all through high school. And I think that that was just the Lord's protection, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he spared me from a lot of drama, a lot of unnecessary drama that I didn't need to get into Mm -hmm. in high school. And then in college, I thought for sure, you know, I could date somebody in college, but That didn't really happen either, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know. And again, I think that that was just God's protection. And it wasn't because, oh, my parents told me I couldn't date in college. I think it was more of just, it's just not time yet. So then moving on into my adult years, I worked at a summer camp, thought for sure it would happen at the summer camp. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. I mean, I I had a guy express interest in me, but nothing really materialized from that. And then I graduated from college. I went on into my career. And I'm a teacher, so that's a predominantly female career. Like, there was no guys that were like, hmm, let's go on a date. It just it didn't happen. Hmm. And then I went – then I – was at a place where, so backtracking for a second. So my dad was a full-time, not full-time pastor, but he was pastoring a church, and then he stopped pastoring for a minute. And so that ended up being, God ended up using that season to be a blessing in my life because I got to see the body of Christ outside of the circle that we were in. Like I went to predominantly African-American church, Mm -hmm. and nothing wrong with that, but it helped me to see beyond The circle that I was in. So I got to go to predominantly white churches. I went to a church where they wore like Bermuda shorts and drank coffee in the sanctuary. I was like, oh my, this is a thing? What? There's a light light show?
3: Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh.
1: So I got to experience the body of Christ. And I remember being in my last year of college. I was one of those people that graduated in five years. So if you were a five-year person and you didn't graduate in four years, do not feel bad. Anywho, um, so I was in my fifth year of college, and I remember just thinking, I need to sit down somewhere. Like, I felt like I was just kind of hopping from church to church, was at the time was a good thing, but um, I just remember thinking, I need to sit down and be a part of a ministry and really grow in my faith, and series of events led me to LifePoint, where I currently attend, and that has been a tremendous blessing. Like, I got to meet all of you through LifePoint, and I thought... For sure the Lord would send my husband here and, you know, (laughs) here we are. (laughs) And that is okay. And so that's kind of where I am today. I am single and ready to mingle, I guess. That sounds so cringy. Oh, (laughs) my. But, I mean, in a nutshell, like, I'm open to dating. And I think I'm in a place now where I'm mature enough to date. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I was mature enough to date in my I'm in my late 20s. So in my early 20s, I don't know if I was mature enough to date or if I had the emotional maturity to be in that and to interact in that. But I also have the community now where you guys are my eyes and ears, along with some of my other friends that can kind of speak into any potential relationship or anything like that, where you guys can give me wisdom because i know that you guys love me you care for me and you know jesus so that helps so much and also you guys know pastor tony don't play mm-hmm. so <laughs> amen Yes, yeah, so that's kind of where I am right
2: now. So it sounds like she just put a warning out to any guy. Like, hey, I, I rolled I mean, deep. I got a bunch of brothers. <laughs> <laughs> older Don't brothers, <laughs> too. I mean, you guys
1: literally, the last podcast literally put out warnings of like prison ministry. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> you totally did. Yeah, it was a total did. rabbit hole there. Did. And I was like, oh,
0: okay. we got bats in the trunk. <laughs> i was
1: like pastor tony knew- and bibles <laughs> right. i'm like pastor tony's like the god true. that's
0: the ministry we got <laughs> that's right that's right
1: <laughs> man uh,
0: all right so you kind of talked about it though but like can you discuss of course like they've already heard a male perspective of like the struggles of singleness can you kind of tackle that like What are some of the struggles that you have? And then, like, how do you navigate singleness as a woman?
1: I think it comes in waves. And so, like, I remember I was... During my teaching break, and I was on my phones, and yes, teachers do get on their phones on their breaks because they need and like a, a, a little escape, <laughs> from time to time. But I do love my job, just FYI. But anywho, neither here nor there. I was on my phone, and I remember that there was a guy who was like one of my best friends, like way back in the day, and I found out that he had gotten married, and like I just saw people constantly getting married, and I'm just like, did I miss something, Jesus? Was there an altar call or a cruise? Did I, I, I? Lord and I'm trying to talk myself off the ledge I'm like all right Ashley you are blessed like God has been good to you like I'm trying to talk myself down and then I remember clearly just kind of hearing in my heart you could have nothing be grateful and I was like Hmm. okay I hear you sir (laughs) you know and so I say all that to say that I have moments I have moments where I desire companionship I desire marriage and all the things that come with it. Um, I desire that somebody choosing me mm. and wanting to spend forever with me. I have those desires. And then I have days where I'm like, Jesus, you know what you're doing. I am mm. so grateful to be single right now. Like you know exactly what you're doing. So I think it just it comes in waves. Um, and I think that those waves are healthy. I think it's a healthy desire to want marriage because marriage is a godly desire. I think the problem becomes when I idolize marriage as the end goal. Like once I am married, it's going to solve all of my problems. It's going yeah. to get rid of all of my stress. And I know that that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, a man cannot fulfill me. Only Christ can. Amen. And, I have to remember that he is all that I need. And sometimes if we're being, if I'm being honest, I don't always believe that I I know it in my head to be true, that Jesus is enough. Mm -hmm. He's more than enough. I know it with my head, but sometimes when those feelings come and those desires come, it becomes a battle of how I feel versus what I know. And sometimes how I feel wins. And there are times where what I know wins. Um, But God keeps me through it all. And, that's kind of how I'm navigating singleness right now It's mm-hmm. just trusting God. Like oftentimes I feel like I'm not one to be like God told me anything because, you know, Old Testament. But, <laughs> you know, um, no, God was still good in the Old Testament, gracious in the Old and New Testament, just throwing it out there for those of you who are who wondering. But I feel like God is always kind of impressing on my heart to trust him, Yeah. trust him in singleness, trust him as I venture into dating, trust him. And, you know, to just really, one friend told me recently to make sure that I follow the Holy Spirit's discernment as I go into this dating mm. world, which is something where I'm just like, oh, do I really have to? But, you know, it's like, <laughs> yes, you should. That's the best thing to do. It's the right thing to do. And it'll keep me out of a lot of trouble. Mm. Um, and so that's kind of where I am right now. It's waves of, I desire this. But Jesus is enough, or mm-hmm. and rather, Jesus is enough, and I can hold both. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the friends that mourn with me when I'm going through those moments. And that also encouraged me in those moments. And like, I appreciate my friends who actually love their marriages. Like I love seeing that. I love, Mm -hmm. I love seeing my friends or my parents or other adults that are married in godly relationships really enjoy their marriage. And don't tell me, oh, you have all the rest of your life to be married. I know this, (laughs) this is, (laughs) this is a fact of life that I know, but can encourage me in that and I guess, just to see just to have something to look forward to, if that makes any sense, to see their successes. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. and Robin, for instance. Like seeing you guys interact in marriage through the good times and the hard times has been yeah. a blessing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm I know I rabbit hole. I'm coming back. No, I'm no, here. That's what we do on <laughs> Awana. <went> yeah. <laughs> because we're odd. That's right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. We uh you know, we spend a lot of time I think kinda of talking about how impactful community is with the different you know the differences of having those who are married pouring into us and then having the singles walking alongside them and the older couples and and getting wisdom from them I think that's so key Um, you mentioned desires and my mind started wondering and this is not on paper but (laughs) Yeah. Oh, jeez!
1: By the way, my mom is <clears throat> going to be watching,
0: so. Yeah, yeah. All right. uh, yeah it's okay. Hey, it's I okay. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, as guys, like, we talk about it quite often, how we yeah. have to, like, protect our eyes. Mm-hmm. Protect our eyes from social media. Protect our eyes of the things that we're looking at on TV and in movies and whatnot. Is that, like, something that women have to do as well?
1: Yes, 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 and yes. Like, <laughs> yes. For those yes. who
2: can't see or hear see. Yeah. Ariel's doing the amen clap to that as well. (laughs) Yes, it's (laughs) so true
1: for women too. And I mean, I can't, and I thought about this earlier because I remember just kind of thinking it back to Jerry's podcast Mm -hmm. and what he had said and about how, like, it seems like men struggle more with lust than women. I don't necessarily, I'm not going to say that that's not true. Yeah, yeah. Nor am I going to say that that is true. I don't know. I'm not in, I'm not a psychology major. Mm -hmm. I, never studied human anatomy like that but i will say that women too struggle with lust Mm. and for us it's definitely all up in the mind like we can go there Mm. and we have to be careful build a house build a house like we can like let me tell you picking out the ring honestly we (laughs) we can make millions off of the books that we write in our heads about just different case scenarios and kind of playing things out in our head and that's why the bible is very clear about being careful what you yeah. think yeah. Mm-hmm. you know think on those things that are good pure true true
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like you build a house with a man that you just met it's not necessarily true mm-hmm. and it's not nothing wrong with that i think like you know kind of thing like okay these could be the possibilities but when you allow yourself to sit in that you literally give foot for the enemy to come in yeah. and take it places where it should not go. And so women struggle with that too. And so we have to be careful about what we watch. Have a friend who we went to the movies once and we went to go see Aquaman. And this friend covered her eyes when the scene came. And I, but the thing is, I respected that friend greatly for it mm-hmm. in that moment. I respected her greatly for it because she knew she had the strength to know I can't look at that. Amen. And so we were able to crack jokes as she's, like, looking away and stuff like that to kind of deflect the moment and not be a thing of, like, you know, it being weird. But it's I I applauded that, and Mm -hmm. I was just like, hmm, that's what's up. And I wish I was more like that, where not in a weird way, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go to hell if I watch this thing. <laughs> not that, but I need to guard my heart. Mm-hmm. I need to guard it. Because, like, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, mm-hmm. the heart's, like, super fragile Mm. and can be susceptible to anything so for women we have to be careful what we watch even like jerry talked about conversations and Mm. i totally agree with that for women like i know for me i can't speak for everybody but for me i know i got to be careful with listening even to my friends talk about sex Mm. my married friends because i'm like ooh, okay, that's something that I can think about, you know, Mm -hmm. and meditate on. That's not something that I should be meditating on or thinking on. Not right now anyways. And so, yeah, we have to be careful about what we watch, be careful about what we read, be careful about, you know, even just the people we follow on Instagram. Like just Mm -hmm. we have to be super careful about that and make sure that we guard our hearts um, as women, just as men Mm -hmm. have to do too, it could be that men have a harder time. I don't know the physiological, physio, whatever, behind it. I don't know. Men could have a harder time, but women also have a hard time, too. Yeah. And we just have to be careful that we protect one another.
2: <laughs> the child in me had so many puns in that. <laughs> I was kind of pulling them back as well. What puns?
1: What did I say? No, this- I'm, no I'm it's okay. This pocket,
3: it's yeah. all right. <laughs>
2: We're <laughs> trying <laughs> to keep this <laughs> not explicit, so I'm going to keep I'm literally, all- literally yeah. so na-
1: Here's the thing but- I'm also naive, so I don't know.
2: I do think, so I want to ask the question of why do you think it is that, you know, it's never talked about for women that they struggle with lust? Hmm. I mean, as guys, I know we, I mean, honestly, I think we've even addressed it on the podcast. Like we can use, oh, I'm just lustful as a crutch. Yeah. To make terrible decisions or when we do stuff and take advantage of, like I've known dudes who have taken advantage of a woman because they, yep, yep. oh, I'm just lustful. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, dog, <laughs> that's not just lust. Like, yeah. There's more than that. And you're just using that as an excuse on why you continue to live the same way.
1: Well, I think even for women, we use the idea of meditating and thinking about these things as an excuse. Like, I'm just lustful, you know. Mm. Not to say, I mean, granted, those are two different extremes of like taking advantage of women and, you know, thinking, (laughs) having thoughts to yourself, you know. Those are two different extremes. But I guess you got to still remember that that other extreme is wrong, too. (laughs) Like, I'm not supposed to be meditating on that and thinking about that all the time. Um, the reason why I think it's so taboo for women, I personally never experienced this. I was pretty blessed to have grown up in a circle or not necessarily a circle, but I had a youth pastor growing up and she would talk about these things freely with us. And so it wasn't a thing of like, I felt like, oh my gosh, like how dare I have impure thoughts or anything like that. So. I'm going to make a blanket statement and I think some people may fall into it and some people may not. But Mm. I think for women, we're taught that we're supposed to be pure. We're supposed to be the one that is chased after. Um, And so if we mess, and by the way, and also that we're damaged goods if we are not pure, if we did not save ourselves for marriage. I think Mm. a lot of women have faced that. And I'm like, that's not true. And honestly, at the end of the day, I am no better than anybody else. Because of my sexual status or whatever the case may be, we're all sexually broken people.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, is it? Am I protected from some things because I didn't have sex before marriage? Yes, <laughs> that's a given. But it doesn't make me a morally superior person or even more deserving of a better marriage because yeah. I decided to abstain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think for women, again, going back to your question, I think that's this, this whole purity thing of like oh, we can't talk about that. You know, we're we're supposed to be the pure ones. We're not supposed to be lustful like the guys over there. Like, we yeah. have to have it all together so that way we're selected and we're chosen and we're worthy of being chosen. And I think that that is a very miscued view.
3: Hmm. Yeah,
1: It's very miscued. And so...
2: Well, I think there's definitely this idea, too, just as I'm sitting here thinking, like, women aren't supposed to be these sexual beings. Right, you are yeah. literally just like just as from the way cultural talk about the way it's portrayed often. Um, you're just here to fulfill mm-hmm. the man's sexual needs. Yeah. yeah, so therefore you can't be struggling with lust because you're here just to fulfill. Because we
1: reality. have no sexual desires at all. <laughs> well,
2: and I, I mean, I mean, it's even true for in the church. Like that's how yeah. it's been addressed yeah. so often, and it's like it's so far from reality. Right.
1: It's so far from biblical truth.
2: Yeah. I mean, God, we're all made in his image, and we all, mm-hmm. like, he made this gift of sex for all yes. yeah. of so. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's a beautiful gift to be enjoyed yeah. by the man and yes. his wife. Yes. And so, yeah, I think that, too, even, let's go to the other side of it. I think that culture has hyper-sexualized women, for women to have this sure. sexual empowerment on yeah. that's not healthy, right. you know? And so we kind of have to bring it back to what does God say? And God has created sex to be enjoyed within the confines of marriage between a man Mm -hmm. and a woman. And both are to enjoy Mm -hmm. (laughs) in that act of worship,
2: which is is what it is. One thing humanity seems to do best is we try to fix one extreme with another extreme. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we totally do that. I had this verse that was coming to my mind, too, as we were uh, as y'all were talking at first. Mm -hmm. um, It's from Paul in First Corinthians 618, where he says, flee sexual morality. Yes sir. Every other sin a person commits is outside of the body, but the person who is sexually mm-hmm. immoral sins against his own body. Yeah. There is no other sin that they like he says flee, he says flee from mm-hmm. sexual sin. Yeah. Run and go cuz again it's like the second you give it power, or the second that thought creeps in and you don't submit that over to Christ, right. it's a done deal. It's right. done, it's over. Yep. Yeah.
1: It don't matter if you are a virgin, don't matter mm-hmm. if you have had sex multiple times, like that scripture applies to all yep. of us. Amen. Um, and so, yeah, I totally agree with it. Yeah, and granted, I don't have no choice but to agree with it because God's right, yeah, <laughs> you right, know? Right.
0: And sometimes that flee means to be like Jerry and literally just go, go run. run, go run, yeah. Yeah,
1: totally.
2: Yeah. Speaking of Jerry, he hit my phone, was blowing up with his workouts earlier. I know, I know. They <laughs> 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 talk about that. it, might be side. Jerry. you struggling, you good, bro. <laughs> Jerry, if you're watching this, are you good? You <laughs> look like, oh, God. <laughs> Thanks, guys.
1: Like, Thanks. <laughs> watching me it, is a bro. really bad thumbnail. This is
2: what this happens video. when you don't want to be producer Jerry anymore. We start calling right, you out. Right,
1: right. Yeah, by the way, producer Ariel gave us all waters and cough chops. That's just right. Just
2: throwing she started. She's setting the bar, bro.
0: She did. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah,
1: just throwing it out there.
0: <laughs> all right, so they, this, there's this other element to being a woman that I guess a lot of guys don't really have and it's that like that biological clock thing. So one, like, is that like a real thing for you as a woman, as women in general, and um and how do you navigate that? Like the pressure of feeling like, you know, for for people who want to have children, like they have that desire, um, speaking to them as well. Like how do you navigate that?
1: I think it's a real thing. Like the biological clock for a lot of women. Um for me personally, I think that, well, for instance, my mom had us a little bit later on. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I still got time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, if she can do it, so can I. <laughs> um, but no, but that's not the case for everybody. You know, no. I think that too, I think society in this way kind of helps women because women right now are getting married later. So it's not as taboo in the worldly sense, but in the church sense, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my goodness, ring by spring. (laughs) Especially in some of the circles I was in in college. Like a lot of people were like getting married or like clicking up like really, really fast. And it wasn't my story. And so, but going back to what you said about women, you know, we do have a biological clock, technically speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a matter, again, of trusting God and trusting God's timing because he can do anything. Like there's so many ways that women can be parents at even an older age. Like Mm -hmm. I think about, women who marry men that have children you know Mm -hmm. if that's the lord's will or adopting or even giving birth at an older age like it's just a matter of really trusting god's plan for your life and it's not always easy and sometimes there are moments of mourning like dang i thought i would be here by now Mm -hmm. um and it's okay to mourn and it's okay to bring that to the lord and to mourn in his presence and say god i really desire this i really want this And it's not happening right now and allowing God to comfort you, allowing your community to comfort you in those moments. But again, it's really boils down to trusting the Lord at the end of the day and trusting the Lord's plan for your life. Um, And when we get to heaven, like we'll understand why God chose to write your story and write my story the way that he did and we'll praise him for it. Yeah. And so it's really, I think, even just kind of preaching to myself is just to trust the Lord.
0: Yeah,
1: trust the Lord with your biological clock. I mean, we all we all look back at Abraham and Sarah, and mm-hmm. you know, Sarah had a kid at like ninety. You know, mm-hmm. um, not saying that that's the the, the that's lot I want in life. <laughs> I don't want that. You know, just starting it out there. But again, if it's His will,
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, so be it. So we, we can't put limits on what God can do. And I think that with that biological clock situation, when we are like, come on, God, the time's ticking, we're putting limits on him. And it's just like, nah, my God is creative. He writes a story better than anybody. So sit back, trust him. When you have those moments, come to him, allow him to comfort you, go to your community. Like I have friends I can go to and be real and be honest about Mm -hmm. where I am. And there's no judgment. It's no, oh my goodness, you have the rest of your life to be married. You yeah, know, yeah. it's not like right. condemning me for the desire. You know what I mean? Um, but I have that community there by the grace of God. And mm-hmm. so, and I also I'm grateful that I have family that isn't like, so Ash, where's where's the husband, you know? Yeah. where why, why don't you have kids <laughs> yet? Like I don't have family on either side, my mom or my dad's side or with my parents even where they're just like, we want grandkids like they're not like that at all they're like Ashley we trust God we're praying we're praying for your future husband we want you to marry whoever God has for you at the right time we don't want it to be anything but the Lord and so Mm -hmm. no matter how long it takes or how short it takes we're trusting God
0: yeah that's a blessing though that you have that because not everybody has that so many families and you know mothers fathers and I think it comes from a a loving place. Yeah. But it, they do like apply this extra pressure on you and it can become, you know, sometimes hurtful. Yeah. Um, But uh yeah, that's a blessing that you have that. Sure. Yeah.
1: I don't take it for granted either. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm more in a rush than they are.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> What's that do for you though? Like for both of y'all, like when you hear someone say, why aren't you in a relationship yet? Like, why aren't you married yet?
1: Because I'm not. you know what i mean
2: like because i'm sure i mean i feel like that's a question you've heard in a church yeah not like and then you know of course your family but like what's someone like you not doing or not married yet like why not like what's wrong like like they almost assume like something's wrong right right Right. yeah
1: yeah um i think i just tell them like because god hasn't brought that person into my life yet like i mean i you you gotta go talk to him like this this ain't my problem Mm -hmm. and i mean granted right now i'm venturing into the world of dating a little bit more intentionally now than back in my early 20s and whatnot and so like it's just like i i I can't tell you like right now i am i've opened up all avenues for the lord to do what he wants to do and it's just it's not happening right at this moment. I don't really know what to tell you. I'm so sorry to disappoint you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Talk to Jesus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I mentioned it on, on one of the episodes Yeah. about how, like, I've received a lot of, like, questions and stuff from family, from friends, from church people. And at times, I think what hurts the most, not necessarily hurts, but I, I struggle with the most is when it comes from family. Cause that you know it can and you know those are people that I love and I know it's coming from a loving place, but um, it's that pressure that you know creates a bit of tension. You know, I have I'm pretty good at you know kind of abstracting the other stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's it's that that's difficult and I know that's I'm not alone with that. I know there's a lot of singles who get that from their family, and again, like it comes from a loving place, but it is tough, and so you know navigating that is kind of tough too, because it's like you don't want to be. You don't want to be mean to your family, and, yeah. you know, and um, you know, go off on them on them about it or anything like that. But it's just, it's you know, it's being honest, um, and always, you know, always make sure that you're bringing the Lord into it, you know, and mm-hmm. and and prayerfully they hear that and they're receptive to it, you know. Again, that's not always the case for everybody, yeah. but um, you know, it's a tough thing. It's yeah. tough. It's yeah.
1: But I also think it's a good witness too because when you're, I remember I was approached by somebody and they assumed that I was married. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, nope. And then he was like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of confused. And I was just like, I, the Lord. <laughs> and it was just like a, a good way to show like, okay, this is who I am, this is, I follow Jesus, and this is why I am here, I am where I am. So it could be a really good witnessing tool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and low key a compliment, but <laughs> to your point, <laughs> you know, if it's coming from a place of like something's wrong with you, yeah, it's just like, is there something wrong with me? Like, should I be married right now? Mm-hmm. Like, is why isn't nobody approaching me? Like, it, it starts to get to that place of like, does nobody like me? And of course, those are just the lies of the enemy. Yeah, and I have friends, family, and the Lord that are quick to say, no. that's not it (laughs) bring it back stop get get up lift your head that's not it you know so
2: do you remember the time i actually had you married when i so i made a big mistake this is going to help us lead into the next question oh, too Lord. we were um introduced is that like oh Point. yes we were introducing our new as you know we're stepping out the uh stepping to launch and plant vert. we were talking about you know who we're bringing on to mm-hmm. help lead the youth ministry and i i got up on the platform and was like and i am so excited to introduce ashley and brandon loschiavo <laughs> Didn't think two things. About, didn't think a second about so it. Mad. I got off stage and I was just like, and Brandon's like, he's like, hey bro, uh, you just made me and Ashley married sound. I was like, what? Totally did that. And then he said, and I was like, <gasps> <gasps> I was
1: so mad. Oh no! And then no. Ta- and then their little daughter was up there too, yes, and oh. it was just it was it was yes, a bit. Yes. So I,
2: so second mm. service, I was like, Ashley heard and Brandon Loschiavo, <laughs> they are not married, <laughs> so. Ashley is very single. Yeah. Ashley heard. <laughs> yeah, I made a big. Movie it was in a that and
1: one. yeah. Mind you, Brandon is married to one of the most beautiful people inside and out that I know, Brittany. Shout out to Brittany. We're gonna Love get you, Brittany on here
2: one day. if oh, She yeah. even listens to us. Yeah, yes. you got to get it back one. You have to. Oh, we did have her. We had a one at one time. That's right. I apologize, Brittany. Yeah, dropping gems. That's right, she was. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> was. Always,
1: always dropping gems. But yeah, it's like there. Britney, Brandon, Los They're married, two beautiful children. Love Mm -hmm. them. Me, single. And I was like, way to go, Nick. Thanks,
2: Nick. Thanks for messing (laughs) up my (laughs) chances. Messing
1: up my chances. Or whatever.
0: Guys storming out the room. Like it had a (laughs) chance.
1: I doubt that was happening. (laughs) I would have saw it because I was on the stage. I would have saw somebody's moving. Oh, that's
2: a really mean thing. I I was was a Jerry just stormed out the back
1: Oh (laughs) my gosh. I can't.
0: Oh, we really coming for Jerry on this one. I'm sorry, Jerry. Jerry, I'm not coming on for you On behalf of us all. all.
1: I'm not. I sorry. just want you to know I got your back, friend. It's not me. Nothing but love, my friend.
2: <laughs> it was The setup was too good. It yeah, was too, yeah. perfect. It it, was too it,
0: perfect. It does really go into the next question, really well. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, of course, you being a leader within the church um, has its own difficulties. Um, And being single has its own difficulties. But how is it like, how do you navigate um, the dating world as in the church, but then also a a ministry leader in the church?
1: Well, this is actually a relatively new world for me um, because I, granted, like I've explored opportunities with friends on some level, um, and that's a totally different topic for a totally different time. But In terms of like navigating dating relationships or the idea of it, I think for me, I have to be careful. One, like you've talked about before, because I'm a ministry leader, Mm. like you can't, you have to be very vigilant and diligent to make sure that you are first and foremost being a light and making sure that you're leading others to Jesus and not to yourself, Mm. you know, and not using your platform as a means to be like, hey, I'm a ministry leader. Mm-hmm. You should date me. But granted, as a woman ministry leader, it can also be intimidating. Yeah. Um, it can be very intimidating because of the position that you appear to hold um, or a level of spirituality that you appear to have that's just like, oh, wow, that's completely out of my league. And so guys probably won't even approach you because they're like, oh, she she's too spiritual or she's too... To whatever the case may be so it could be intimidating which also on the other hand sucks
3: because
1: it's just like well dang okay um I guess it's a compliment Mm -hmm. I guess I I, maybe that just shows your insecurity I don't know no shade um but I think that's for me as a woman that the I think the intimidation part is more so I guess the issue that could potentially be a problem is just like Yes, I am a ministry leader. Yes, I am called to a higher level of responsibility when it comes to my relationship with the Lord and how I lead. Um, but I'm also very human. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can come and say hello. And I promise I won't bite.
3: No.
0: She'll yeah. probably give you a hug. I probably yeah. will. Like,
1: hi. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. <laughs> my name's Ashley Hurd. It's nice to come. Let's
2: talk. <laughs> <laughs> she has been hitting that gym pretty hard though, so the yeah, hug might hurt. It may hurt a little bit. It might hurt, know, hurt a little strong. bit.
1: I have some really good coaches, you know, like, you know, <laughs> Coach Nick, Coach Kev. shout out FCF. Um, yeah, so I think that that has been a thing to kind of think about. And then also you gotta take factor in that, you know, I have parents who are in ministry and yeah. very much so seen. And so that's another layer to that where it's mm. just like, oh, mm-hmm.
3: granted that
1: that could be a blessing because everybody everybody loves it's like everybody loves raymond everybody loves pastor tony Mm -hmm. i've already accepted my position as third favorite herd in the family (laughs) because (laughs) once people like people meet me and they're like oh ashley you're cool and then they meet my parents and they're just like
0: it's over it's It's like those are our people
1: ashley who (laughs) (laughs) yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's just because, you know, the, of the Lord. And I'm and honestly, I, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that people see what I've always seen in my parents behind mm-hmm. closed doors. Yeah, awesome. They are. that the, the way that they love the Lord and the way that they love people, it's not a show. Mm-hmm. It's something that is that happens at home. It happens when they're by themselves. It happens when they're in community. You see mm-hmm. what you get. Mm-hmm. And so I understand it and I get it. Um, and, it, of course, it's all, all in joke and all in love but i think that also is a layer to it of mm-hmm. being a pastor's kid in this sense back yeah. when i was younger it wasn't it wasn't really an issue um and it's not an issue i won't call it an issue cuz yeah. i'm grateful to have my dad like i'm grateful to be associated with him yeah and if being associated with him repels you yeah. the lord is good mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know sure. um but i think that's a part of that layer as well but also again making sure that I'm about my father's business first and foremost when I'm in the when I'm at church but I'm also not blind I like I my eyes look to and fro (laughs) and you know I just it's just it's a thing (laughs) hope that answers the question
0: yeah no it did it did for sure but you mentioned something and um I hadn't even thought about it too I know a lot of women pastors, women, you know, ministry leaders who have struggled to date because of the guy being intimidated by being more spiritually mature. Like is is have you experienced that? Like is that a thing? And um what do you say to that? Cuz like I'll say as a guy for one that shouldn't be a problem that that if a woman, you know, is is a pastor or a ministry leader, you know it shouldn't be a problem that she has this you know this spiritual platform, i guess um it shouldn't be that that complex for you to and it's almost like an ego thing where it's like oh, she's on a higher platform than I am and it's and it's like it's hard for them to accept that um what do you say to that? Has it happened to you
1: actually? funny story. So my dad's parents, my grandmother and my grandfather, my grandmother was the one that was more spiritually mature. Mm. I won't say spiritually mature, but she came to the Lord first. And she ended up, long story short, becoming a pastor and a bishop. Now, back in those days, you know, it was kind of a taboo thing for a woman to be a ministry leader. But my grandfather fully supported it. And he was the fist behind her, like, Amen nuck if you buck like yeah. he was he was for the streets <laughs> better support you wanted. he was yeah. for the streets <laughs> you know both of them are now in heaven with jesus yeah. um but he was for it but it wasn't a thing of like oh she was better than him or he never i never saw him or at least i never saw him have that oh sh- that pride wounded mm-hmm. like he supported her fully um and she went on went home to be with the lord first and i just saw how it ripped him to shreds Mm. and you know just to see the love that he had for her was just super encouraging for me now granted now moving to where i am of course I want us to be running the race together. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be so spirit more spiritually mature that I'm like kind of dragging you along with right, me. Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be a I think just kind of looking at people's marriages there is going to be a drag from time to time. Sometimes I'll be dragging sometimes my hu- or sometimes my husband will be the one that's dragging. Yep. But that's a part of the marriage but we need to be running the race together and I think that that's the most important thing. And so to that I would say everyone needs to be intentional about pursuing the Lord. And if the woman is more spiritually grounded than the guy, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like let's, let's at least be working together to move forward. Mm -hmm. If the guy is more spiritually mature than the girl, which is a little bit more acceptable in our culture, in our church cultures, like the man must be the The spiritual lead and and understandably so because the bible says that you know the man is the head of the house Mm -hmm. you do want that spiritual maturity there um so be it you know but let us all be running the race together like all of us pursuing the lord if you're not spiritually grounded or if i'm dating a guy that's not as spiritually grounded as me Get to work.
3: <laughs> get to work.
1: If I if I'm dating a guy who is more spiritually mature than I am, I can't just sit back and rest in his spiritual maturity and not be growing myself. No, I need to be that encourages that encourages me even more to be like, oh no, like I'm going, I'm running this race too. Let's keep going. Let's get into the word. Let's be praying. Let's both be hearing from the Lord. So I think it's all about are we running after the Lord together? Or is it just one of us, you know? Are we leeching on, I guess, <laughs> to, the other sp- to the other boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever, you- wherever you happen to be in your relationship? I think that's my answer to that.
0: Amen. Yeah, no, that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. That's a good answer. Yeah, I've definitely, you know, I've, I've seen quite a few women. Um, there's one in particular, you know, her apostle, um, Ariel, know who she is. And um, she's had that issue um, for a long, long time. You know, whereas, like, guys just are super intimidated by her, you know. And it's unfortunate. Um, But like you said, like, the guys... Get, your, get yourselves together, man. That's it. Dust off that Bible.
1: Women, get yourselves together. Yeah. You know, like, you
0: could you say know. that. We were
2: talking to the guys. I you say that. We're not going to tell ladies what
1: to yeah. do. Yeah. I'm a grown woman. You can't tell me what now, but yeah. no women, we need to also get ourselves together. Like mm-hmm. as much as, you know, we want a man that is, I mean, if we're being frank here, like we want a man that is strong in his faith and mm-hmm. that is rooted in the word of God. And that can lead us spiritually. That is a desire that I have as a Christian woman. Um, I got an amen from producer Ariel, you know, she, she gave the, the head whopping wave, like, you know, but like you, we desire that we desire to be led. It's contrary to what culture says about, you know, women don't want to be led. Women can just, you know, you know, no. <laughs> I want a man that can stand his ground, that is strong in his faith, that's sturdy, that can lead and guide me. But at the same time, like my relationship with him is not going to get me in heaven. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. it. my yeah. it's my relationship and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that gets me to be with him for all eternity. And so I need to be the one to being taking responsibility and cultivating my faith, spending time in the word and praying, being washed in the water of the word. Like I have to do that. That's not his responsibility. That hmm. is my responsibility. Yeah. And it just helps when both of us are together on this like no we are both going to wash ourselves in the water of Amen. the word and if Amen. i'm weak and i'm having a hard time he can kind of pour in and be like all right come on let's do this and when he's weak i can do the same thing and mm-hmm. pour into him because i understand that that's like it's not always going to be like let's do this together <laughs> life's not always like that and so yeah i'm i digress
0: no that was good hmm yeah yeah, that's, yeah that that was powerful. That was definitely powerful. Preaching out here. Yeah, so you guys have heard her, you guys have seen her. You want to drop your your Instagram again?
1: Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you drop Ariel's while you're at it.
1: Sure. So it's Ashley underscore H ninety. So nine zero S. Ashley underscore H ninety with an S at the mm-hmm. end. And then Ariel is Ariel for Christ. So that's Ariel and a four, and then Christ. Yeah. Um, I will have to accept Pull out your, your phones. Request.
0: Pull up Instagram. <laughs> Go to your search engine. Type in their handles. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Give them a follow. Do what you got to do. <laughs> in other words. The say, DMs are open. Oh, Lord. That's right. That's right.
1: You got to the them first. The doors of the DM <laughs> yeah. church are open. They open. Oh, they open. <laughs>
2: Open for business. Look, yeah. I, I mean can. you had Ashley say she's single and ready to mingle. Yeah, y'all, heard, yeah. y'all heard that. She that was she impressed yeah. that. We A didn't crunch. say that. That's
0: right.
1: The doors of the DM church are open. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, granted, but you all have to remember that Manny and Pastor Nick have both vocalized that they are willing to do prison ministry. Oh, so, you know. Bats and Bibles. That's right.
0: Bats and Bibles. You know? <laughs> Coming fully loaded. Honestly, my
1: dad has like almost zero work he has to do. He's like the godfather. He just gotta just sit. <laughs> yeah, and has
0: yeah, yeah. 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 you, you guys kind of <laughs> walk through. Yeah.
1: Uh, Amen.
0: Amen. All right. Anything else you wanna you wanna drop before we close?
1: Hang in there, singles. Hang mm-hmm. in there. Amen. Trust God, and you know He has a plan for our lives. And marriage is not the end goal. Um, he can still use us right where we are. And. um Enjoy the season, and as I'm kind of preaching to myself because I can tend to not enjoy the season and yeah. kind of desire to be in a different space and a different time that's not here yet. And so, as I encourage you, I'm encouraging myself to enjoy the season, love the people that God has placed in your life, enjoy where He has you, and grow where you've been planted. Whether that is in ministry, whether that's in your job or your vocation, um, whatever community God has placed you in, grow. And continue to do the work of the Lord and just watch what he does in your life. So that's Amen. all that.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, guys, that was, that was really good. That was that good. Was. I had yeah. a good time. <laughs> that's good insight. Make yeah. sure
2: you're at the, uh, you can chime in at the Q and A.
0: That's right.
1: I would love to. That'd be so much fun. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, that's totally. right. March 25th, guys, save the date, put it on your calendar. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. I went out pod. We will be releasing a more formal uh, invitation to that March 25th event um, on social media. Um, and don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play on iTunes and Spotify. Please, you know, take a moment to uh, rate and review. That's yeah, so like that's important for us. Um, Spotify is, is new with it now where you can rate and review. I think you can rate. I don't know if you can review, but.
2: You can rate. I don't know about. It. Yeah, I don't think. You can yeah,
0: do. yeah. But we we definitely need you know more of that on Spotify and um you know of course you know now we have video content. You guys can see our expressions. You guys can mm-hmm. see Ashley. <laughs> you know, so um, make sure you go to YouTube, subscribe to that, um, interact with our content. Really helps us. Uh, helps out the algorithm and stuff. Yep. Helps us become more searchable and findable. Um, and then lastly, of course, the the Patreon. Um, yeah. We do have that, too, um, if you guys are willing to support as we, um, as a church, um, kind of take steps towards um, getting a community truck. Yep. yep. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Talk to you all soon. See you. Peace.